Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Okay, I'm Chris Avina with American Outdoor News. Today, we're here with Stephen Wilford from Gun Owners of America. And Stephen, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me on again. It's great to be on. Now, there's a lot going on in the gun world, isn't there? Oh, there's always a lot going on in the gun world. They're they're trying everything they can and using every excuse they can to try to, to... uh, limit your Second Amendment that shall not be infringed. Well, you know, recently they're not trying to limit it. Uh, Governor uh, Grisham in New Mexico actually put a uh, suspension on the right to bear arms. Actually, she she tried to, uh, but that didn't work out so good. Uh, Gun Owners of America, and you can find us at gunowners.org. Uh, we filed lawsuit against her. Also, the Albuquerque mayor said that he wouldn't enforce it. The uh, Albuquerque chief of police said that he wouldn't enforce it. And actually, the sheriff of that county said that they wouldn't enforce it. And interesting enough, it went all the way to the state attorney general. And the state attorney general wrote her a scathing letter. Yes, saying did. That, that is unconstitutional, uh, said it is unconstitutional for the United States Constitution as well as the New Mexico Constitution itself. Now, I mean, it was blatant executive overreach uh, for her to think that um, she could override any constitutional right. Um how do you label this a public health emergency? 
Well, you know, it, it's it's really reaching, but I, I'll tell you with COVID, they think that they can now do whatever they want to and that people will comply. Uh, actually, a judge has ruled it unconstitutional now and put a stay on it. And so, uh, and the gun owners of America, our lawsuit goes forward. Um, again, COVID made everybody think that they can do whatever they want to do as far as government overreach and control. They just uh, call it a public emergency and then they just shut down businesses or uh, do away with our constitution. And if we let them get away with it, uh, that's our bad. And I'm, I'm gonna say there was a, a rally in old Albuquerque, mm -hmm. where hundreds of, of gun owners showed up with AR-15s and pistols, and everybody had at least one gun on them at this rally, and just saying, you know, come and take it. Yeah. Now, uh, I mean, to, to try and declare this a public health emergency when it's clearly uh, a law enforcement issue, uh, to curtail uh, gun violence, why not allow the police to do their job? Absolutely. And and look, reality, it's horrible when someone gets murdered. Yes. Uh, and, and my heart goes out to the family. It was a little five-year-old boy that lost his life in a um, in a road rage incident yeah. that someone just broke out a gun and started firing. And and my heart goes out to the family, but to and and even the governor recognized and said that it would not stop criminals from carrying guns. Well, then what exactly are you hoping to do? Stop good guys with gun? Uh, well, she even stated the the governor even stated that she knows that the criminals are not going to comply with this, but she hopes that the public will. So who is she protecting? She protecting yeah. the criminals, or is she protecting the the constituents that supposedly put her in office? Exactly, exactly. So people need to understand that that uh, before they stopped the CDC from keeping records, the CDC said anywhere from a million to two million times a year in the United States, people use guns to stop violence. And good guys with a gun, and that's way more. And that that's just ridiculous because the, the she even admitted it herself that the criminals are not going to comply with it. So they want to stop you and me from carrying a gun in any public space. It's it's really interesting because the statistics that just came out from the FBI in the last. The latest statistic is from 2014 to 2021, mass shootings, they said less than 4% mass shootings are stopped by non-law enforcement civilians like myself. Mm -hmm. But John Lott took their stats and broke them down. 93% of all mass shootings happen where? in gun-free zones. Yep. So he yep. took all the gun-free zones out of the equation. 
because law-abiding citizens couldn't have stopped those. What was left between 2014 and 2021 were 204 mass shootings that happened that weren't in gun-free zones. And out of those 204, 104 of them were stopped by non-law enforcement civilians like myself. Mm -hmm. So that's over 50% were stopped. And, and so that said, what that tells you is it's time to do away with the gun-free zones. Well, you might as well roll out the welcome mat and say, you know, nobody's here to resist you. Come on in. And that's yeah. what's happening. And that's why 93% of the time it happens in a gun-free zone is because criminals that want to do damage know that in those gun-free zones, police are minutes away. They can get away with what they want to do. Well, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a funny thing that, you know, you have these gun-free zones, you have so many uh, people that are willing to step up and, and, risk their life to save others and yet the media does not report on it you see it time after time again you know in indiana um eli uh eli dickin in the mall where he wasn't supposed to have a gun because the mall had a uh a sign up to prevent him from carrying in there a guy came in with an ar-15 started shooting people Yep. And fortunately, Eli Dickin pulled his pistol and took the guy out before he murdered as many people as he wanted. I think he, the guy killed two people, and Eli Dickin was able to shoot and stop him. And that was great shooting, too. It, it was, was excellent shooting. It was 43 yards across a, a mall food court. He hit him eight out of ten shots. Wow. While he was motioning people to get out of the way, too. You talk about a presence of mind. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what's interesting about uh, John's, John Lott's findings was, too, and this is notable, because people say, well, I don't want somebody like you trying to defend me. Police are trained. Uh, what John Lott's finding was is those 104 shootings that were stopped by non-law enforcement, not one innocent bystander was shot by the, the guy that stopped the shooting, the guy or the woman that stopped the shooting. Not yeah. one innocent yeah. bystander was hit. Police can't even claim that. Now, um, getting uh, getting back to <laughs> New Mexico... I mean, is this a testing ground? Was she just looking to push the lines of gun control to see just how far she could go? So maybe if there's no um, consequences, maybe other states will jump on board as well. California, New York. I, I, truly, I truly believe that other states were watching this very closely to see if they could also. And I believe that if it had been unchallenged, that there would be other states that would look for opportunities, you know. Well, if you notice, same thing. there were the most um, outspoken on gun control was silent. They were standing on the sidelines waiting for the results. You didn't see 
uh, Gretchen Whitmer or uh, uh, what's his name in California uh, jumping on the bandwagon. Even even the Democrats are running for cover on this one. Well, they were watching, and I I can promise you that if nothing was done, and and gun owners of America were the first to file the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. As soon as we heard it, our lawyers were all over it. And please, again, uh, go to gunowners.org and sign up. Uh, we were the first ones, and then four other lawsuits were filed shortly after. And even a class action lawsuit, which I don't believe the class action lawsuit necessarily will go anywhere, mm-hmm. but it was uh, it was filed just the same. And I think it is excellent that everybody jumped on it. And kudos to the chief of police of Al- Albuquerque, kudos to the sheriff's department, all the way up to the uh, attorney general's office recognized. And even the attorney general's office is a liberal Democrat. <clears throat> but they even recognized that, oh, this is the wrong thing to do, that we are we were going to lose on this one. And so they all jumped on the governor and great. Thank yep. you very much. Um, so, so if it was a test, it was a resounding back off. Now, what exactly does your lawsuit state? Uh, that it is unconstitutional and that uh, to the detriment of California, uh, New Mexicans, mm-hmm. it, it, that uh, it is violating their civil rights. You know, she didn't just ban it, uh, but even if you had a permit to carry, she banned all permits to carry. Yep. And uh, it, it, it is a blatant violation of the Second Amendment, and that's what our lawsuit says. Well, uh, it's, you know, uh, we definitely answered uh, in resounding fashion. Um, And I think we put this to bed rather quickly. It didn't linger. Uh, Everybody spoke out, made their statement, and really put her in a place. I I would love to, if you don't mind me making a shameless plug for my book. Please do. (laughs) I I have a brand new book out. It's called uh, A Town Called Sutherland Springs. Mm -hmm. And you can pick that book up at Amazon. uh, Or you can even go to gunowners.org, look around, do a search for my book. You can buy it at either Amazon or uh, gunowners.com. or uh, I'm sorry, gunowners.org. Well, people really don't need to look any further uh, of uh, people, uh, a good guy with a gun uh, against a bad guy with a gun than, than to read your book or hear your story because you lived it. Uh, absolutely. And, and I, I hope nobody else ever has to live it. But we know in this world that evil prevails so many times that it, it takes someone with good intent to stop someone with bad intent. Well, I mean, what it really comes down to is a good guy with a gun, we don't want to have to use it. But we're glad that we have the right to be able to use it if we need to. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. All right. Well, where we could pick your your book up on Amazon and where else? Yeah, your website. Um, you can you can go to Amazon, pick it up. You can go to uh, gunowners.org and pick it up there, or you can even go to thebarefootdefender.com, and uh, there's a link there also. All right. Well, I appreciate you definitely jumping on last minute and, and uh, coming on the podcast. Uh, it was an extremely important topic and uh, you know, uh, I'm glad that we have organizations like yours and, and people like you that are definitely standing up for our rights because uh, we need it. Well, we are in the fight to win the fight. We don't believe that uh, the founding fathers uh, can be misinterpreted by saying, uh, shall not be infringed. It means exactly that. And it's time for this nation to understand the only way out of this evil is is with people that carry and would put their life on the line. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you again. And I look forward to meeting you uh, at the next show. Thank you. God bless. You too. Take care. Bye-bye.